Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Welcome back. A huge thanks to you for subscribing to this podcast and listening in every week. It always makes my heart so happy getting to meet listeners and understanding the type of content I need to keep or start bringing to the show. So thanks for connecting with me on Instagram or on my website at marketbeautifully.com. And if you haven't connected with me yet, I would love to chat with you. So come join my Facebook group at marketbeautifully.com slash community and we can hang out there. So it's marketbeautifully.com slash community. I would seriously love to see you inside that group, especially when I get on Facebook Live and we can chat and just like dive into those business and marketing topics. It'll be tons of fun. So last week we talked about the top SEO mistakes and myths, which was episode 24 if you haven't had a chance to listen in on that episode yet. I covered a lot in that episode and talked about the free video series that I have called Make Google Play Nice. I cover how to use SEO to impact your wallet, keyword research so you have a customized keyword list, optimizing your website in crucial places, and an SEO secret that you'll find out in video four, which is more than likely slowing you and your audience audience down. If you want to join the SEO party, go to marketbeautifully.com slash SEO. Once you sign up, I'll send the first video to you immediately. It's really, really simple. So just go to marketbeautifully.com slash SEO and I'll get lesson one sent straight to your inbox right now, totally free of charge. So it's really easy process and you'll go through all four lessons and I mean they're under 10 minutes. So super easy, super quick, uh, but tons of awesome information for you. Okay, so I have a really good friend that I want you to meet today. His name is Jacob Mills, and we met on Instagram, gosh, years ago, Um, but we met over our love of SEO and paid advertising. We're obsessed with it. So he's so fantastic, and I know you're going to love meeting him and learning from him. We're talking about today, we're talking about how to find the perfect keywords that you can use to optimize your website with so you can show up on search engines, have a stronger presence online and basically just kick butt so let's go hang out with jay i can't wait for you to meet him jacob mills welcome to the market beautifully podcast what have you been up to lately oh man i've just been working and trying to stay ahead of the game uh working on a few client projects Mm -hmm. and trying to stay healthy trying to stay healthy i've been struggling a little bit with an infection bacteria infection it's been a little rough but Hey, I'm, I've, I've been able to barely keep up with everything, and now I'm doing a whole lot better. Whole that's, lot hard. Better. that's hard to have a setback whenever you're a business owner, too, because <laughs> it's hard to yes. take time off whenever you're sick. Yes, yes. I mean, there's pros and cons. The, the pros is I, I work from home, so I don't have to kill myself and try to keep, you know, hold down a job in the process. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's still not easy when you have a whole lot of, Right. projects and responsibilities to keep up with so god is good I, I just i'm thankful that i'm feeling a whole lot better and was able to keep my head up above water in the process well good so did you know that you are the first guy to be on the podcast <laughs> yay <laughs> you're getting that about. spot right now you're you you claim your trophy you're the first guy to be on the market beautifully podcast so exciting <laughs> 
I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Jay, I know what you do, but please let everyone else in on the business you founded years ago and what you do for your clients and everything that goes with that. Well, the name of my business is Black Belt Lead Services. Most people know my content as Black Belt SEO. It's a website, a blog that I that I blog on um, that I created after I created the um, company. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I basically... And I, I do lead generation. Most of what I do is SEO in order to do that. And most of the lead generation I do is local lead generation. Mm-hmm. And so it just involves search engine marketing. Sometimes I do a little bit of Facebook ads. I'm actually starting to get into Google AdWords and PPC as well. Yep. Um, because, you know, that's a, that's a, a really good thing, too, because it's, it's, it's a whole lot faster yes. uh, when when you can just throw up an ad as long as it's optimized well. So that's basically what I do is just local lead generation for for, uh, small business owners. Right. And, you know, now I work at an agency and I do something very similar that's a part of what I do there is a lot of search engine marketing and Google AdWords. I run, oh my goodness, at least Google AdWords for at least 20 different businesses. And it's amazing because the difference, I run Facebook ads too, so it's amazing to see the difference between Google ad results and Facebook ad results for the same company in the same area with the same local radius around their business location. Wow. Because Google AdWords is such a pool market. It's like people are pooling for that information, they're actually searching for it, so then you show up. And Facebook is such a push market, you're kind of pushing your message on them in a you know value-based way but um, it's cool to see the different types of markets and just how how people react to the businesses on each different platform absolutely and this is two different types of of uh, marketing one is mm-hmm. interruptive marketing where you're interrupting their right. scrolling on on Facebook looking at cat videos or whatever <laughs> and and one is directly giving them exactly what they're looking right. for and so exactly. yeah it's, it's it's very interesting to use those things. That's awesome. So explain what you mean by lead generation. Because, I mean, that's how you kind of define yourself. You're a lead generator. So explain what that means. Basically, lead generation is all about um, gathering somebody's information, either, either one, gathering somebody's information, mm-hmm. or getting somebody to call that you want to do business with. So, right. <clears throat> you know, a lot of what I do is actually generate calls. Um, it's probably more like 60 to 70% calls that I generate for local businesses because right. people are locally trying to, you know, call and get a quote and, and an idea of, you know, how they, how you can service them, um, versus, um, probably 30% people that actually, uh, give their email and name information, right. um, via a, a contact form. So either one of those are leads, and those are just people that are interested in your service that reach out for you, out to you. Yeah, so let's say, I mean, I used to be a web designer, so I'll use me as an example. Let's say I'm a web designer still, and I come to Jay, and I'm like, Jay, help me, I'm not getting enough leads. And then you're going to be a superhero, and you're going to say, okay, we'll fix this. So then you do your whole search engine optimization thing, which is what we're going to talk about today, and do your little magic. And then the lead generation is a potential customer that's wanting web design coming to me through that push or that uh, pool market. They're looking for specific web design services. They don't know of me yet, but 
J is optimizing everything to where because they're searching with that keyword, they are going to know me and then they become a lead through a contact <coughs> form. So they'll obviously have a work with me page and they'll go through that process, that sales process. Absolutely. So that's what the lead generation process looks like, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Did you like how I made you out to be a superhero? I, I love it. Yeah, I I'm love sure it. that was your favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to come up with a superhero name or something. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, come up with like a little animated graphic. <laughs> so, how um, did you get started in SEO? Well, it was a long journey. Um, ever since like about the age of 19, mm. I got introduced in the work from home business um, um, industry, um, MLMs first of all, and I was through all kinds of MLMs. And, you know, a lot of people have this story. They start one in MLM, it doesn't work, and they start another one. I was I was a company hopper. I was just going from one company to the next and trying different things. And I I, I got the, the fever. I was, I was really just hooked on the, the idea of residual income and working yeah. from home. Yeah. And, you know, I made a couple you know, hundred dollars in one company. Then I made um, a little over a thousand dollars in another company, but it was never the continual growth and, and residual income that I was looking for. And one day I was targeted by a Facebook ad. Speaking of Facebook ads. Yeah. And I was pitched on a lead generation program, training program that taught how to generate local leads for small businesses and it really resonated with me and I was interested in it. I went through the program. I ended up getting on a coaching call with one of the owners. He sold me on the program and I was I was all in ever since. So nice. that that prompt me after going through the training and learning everything, that prompted me to say, Hey, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna start you know, make a business out of this and yep, here I am now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. That's awesome that you are targeted through a Facebook ad. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm obsessed with Facebook ads. So <laughs> I know it. They knew. They knew I was. I was their prime target market. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just. That's great targeting. Sometimes I'll see Facebook ads on my feed, and I'll be like, "Wow, th their targeting is really off right now because I'm not this." And I want to like comment and say, "Hey, you may want to change this setting on your Facebook ads because it's targeting this." <laughs> I, I exactly. can't do that, but in my heart, I'm like, I need to message this person. <laughs> I know. They're wasting money. They're wasting money. I know. Money. I know. Stop. Stop the yeah. madness. <laughs> or your frequency is too high or something. I'm like, Something's maybe I should wrong. just let them know. I don't think they're looking at their settings. So <laughs> Yeah, but hey, let me take a look at it for you. Let yeah, me help yeah. you out. <laughs> yeah, and it's so hard because I get asked to do Facebook ad services all the time, but that's not what I do. I don't even have time for it, but oh, I just, I love it. I love it so much, so it's hard to say no because yeah, it's, it. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. it's a whole lot of fun. Yeah. So what is, I'm curious, what is your key component in your <clears throat> marketing strategy that keeps bringing in new clients for you? Well, I, I use three different approaches. Um mm -hmm. Actually, one of the latest things that I've been doing is YouTube, YouTube videos. Okay. And I actually had one video that just recently went viral almost. I don't know if people have been like uh, necessarily sharing it on social media, but it just got a whole lot of hit and a whole, a whole lot of hits and a whole lot of views. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so that's been working out pretty well. I've been having a nice. lot of people reach out to me and everything. And got a, actually got a coaching client um, and, you know, a few customers from it. But uh, the first thing I was using is Instagram marketing. And I, that's actually how we met. Uh, no, I was about to say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just uh, networking and uh, yeah. building relationships with, with uh, you know, like-minded people and small mm-hmm. business owners on, in- mm-hmm. on Instagram. And, um, you know, basically just um, um, one thing that's really been helping out lately is a few of the partnerships I've put together. Okay. Partnerships with web designers. So those three things, partnerships, yep. Instagram, and YouTube, those have been my, my best uh, strategies for getting clients. Right. And we met on Instagram, what, almost two years ago, I think? It's been a yeah. while. It's before the With algorithm that. screwed everything up, that's for sure. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's talk about SEO because we're going to really dive deep into keywords. <laughs> but before we go into keyword, the keyword part of optimization for SEO, can you explain what SEO is and then just break down that concept for us? Because I know for a lot of people, SEO, when they hear that, they think, oh, that sounds like so much work or it's just overwhelming. I don't even know where to start. So let's just start with explaining the definition of what SEO is. Well, that's a good question. So SEO, first of all, stands for search engine optimization and it's basically the process of optimizing content on the web, whether it's a website, a YouTube video, even a social media account. You can do SEO on all of those, but the most easiest to, to do it on and what most people use it on is websites. And, right. it's, and it's the process of optimizing your website to get it ranked for certain content and keywords that your customers or prospects or website traffic is looking for in order to get website traffic over your website. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's a great explanation. So, yeah. I mean, I do a lot with like Pinterest SEO and Instagram SEO with hashtags, but specifically today we're talking about website SEO, but you could really take these principles that we're talking about with the keywords and maybe tweak them a little bit, but use them on a lot of different platforms because pretty much every social media platform has SEO tied to it in some way. So it's a really important concept to maybe not even master, but at least know something about. And I know it can be an overwhelming word, but it is really important as a business owner to at least know something about SEO. So you can organically rank on a lot of different platforms and Absolutely. get your word out. I mean, that's that's your goal, right? Is to get your word out to as many people as possible. So, and, and you can definitely do that with SEO. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how does SEO impact every business owner who does business specifically online or has some sort of online presence? Well, if you have online presence and you're not spending money for it, then Nine times out of 10, it's because of SEO. It's because of search mm-hmm. engine optimization. And so, you know, if you don't use search engine optimization or you don't um, outdo your competition or, you know, at least get a, a, a piece of the pie, then you're basically not going to compete well online or really benefit from any online visitors and traffic and lead and customers in the end. And so it's very, very important that you implement that 
into your online strategy mm-hmm. in order to really tap into your target market because those are the people that are actually getting online, going to Google and searching for your services. They're looking for you. So the, the, there's no better scenario in order for you to grow your business and sell your services than getting your product in front of them or your services or your website, your content in front of them um, on the search engines. So it, it impacts you uh, very much so in that way. Yeah, and I have a free video series about SEO, and in that series, I talk. I have an example for this, and you know, I know a few of the listeners are stock photographers. So I had an example. Brittany Ann Stock. She works for Market Beautifully. She's the community manager here on staff, and so we. Ha- I show her as an example because it's perfect. So she does a lot of custom feminine stock photos. Like that is her thing, right? So if someone online, let's say me. I need a custom stock photo. I'm obviously a very feminine business. So that's that's perfect. That's right up my alley. So if I type on Google custom feminine stock photo, I may not even know Brittany Ann stock exists yet. But then I'm going to type her name in and she's either going to organically rank or if she wants to pay, she can do Google AdWords. But um, specifically for this talk, let's say she organically ranks because she has optimized her website specifically for that keyword. So if anyone types in the search bar, custom feminine stock photography, she pops up. And so she's done this. So let's say I'm like, oh, yeah, that looks cool. Sounds great. So I'm going to click on her website and then she's going to make a sale. And she hasn't really worked for this. I mean, at all, besides setting up the optimization on the front end. And she hasn't had to pay for this lead. So that's I mean, that's a huge benefit to making sure that you are using keywords. And like what we're going to talk about today is finding the right keywords for your business and where to place them. But that's a big part of optimization is making sure you have those right keywords for your business because you can really mess that up if you go too broad or too – well, I mean, you can't really go too specific, but I guess you could if you did like a 13-word phrase, um, (laughs) which is a little insane. Um, Anyways, (laughs) so – That's how keywords really tie into SEO. Do you have any examples that you've seen for your clients or how this has worked? Yeah, I mean, it's always best to start going after, um, you know, more specific keywords. Mm -hmm. And generally what happens is you start ranking a client for smaller, specific, longer tail keywords Mm -hmm. first. So, you know, if, if the only thing you're focused on is short term or or what they also call short head keywords that are harder to rank for then you're not only missing out on all of the other keywords that you mm-hmm. could be including in your content and ranking for but you're also prolonging that time period and and really fighting an uphill battle in order to get to those those bigger keywords yeah and so you know it really benefits if if anything you would want to not even go after the short, the short tail keywords and just focus on long tail rather than vice versa, just focusing on that one keyword. So, right. you know, whenever whenever you do that, you you really maximize your you know your your uh, uh, ROI in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and ROI is return on investment. So your return 
at your investment would be your time in this case since it's not right. money and then your return would be the amount of money you got so Brittany's investment was the time she invested up front on optimizing that page and then her investment <clears throat> Her investment was that client that she got for that client was me that she got for the client uh, for the custom stock photos. So right. that's what ROI would mean in that scenario. So you right. talked about long tail and short head keywords. So those are the two different types of keywords. Let's expand on that and dig into what do each of those keywords mean? Like what's the definition of those? So long tail keywords are generally anywhere from three to five or probably sometimes a little bit more mm -hmm. uh, words per phrase. So it's, 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 a, it's a keyword phrase that people are using that is real specific to what they want. So um, I guess like an example um, would be, um, let's say cooking recipes. So if you're looking for cooking res recipes online, um, some people may not know exactly specifically what they want, so they might just uh, uh, type in cooking recipes, and that might be that's a that's a good example of a short tail or short head uh, keyword phrase. Right. It's very broad, very yes. general. It's just talking about cooking recipes. It's not specific. Mm -hmm. So you might have um, you know a, a high search volume of people searching for those for that keyword versus. A, a longer tail keyword with somebody's looking for, uh, um, you know, uh, honey mustard chicken uh, entree or something, right, recipe right. or something like that. And so <clears throat> if you were to try to optimize a blog post, for, for example, that gives exactly what that is, you know, the recipe for that, um, you know, for that keyword, you have a, a more of an, a, a chance of actually ranking for that keyword than cooking recipes because it's very specific. There's not a whole lot of competition. There's not going to be as many other people um, optimizing their sites and their content for that keyword. And so you have way more of an, uh, of an advantage um, and a, and a um, you know, way more of a, of a shot at actually ranking your stuff for that keyword. Right. And it's all because there's less competition. Like, you know, if Jay and I were both food bloggers and I wrote a really awesome recipe, like I'm going to go back to your cooking recipe example. And I wrote a really awesome recipe that was about the honey mustard chicken. But I just decided to optimize my post for the word. Uh, what did you say? Res cooking recipe. Right. Yeah. That was super generic. Well, right. I'm competing with a lot of other people that are also optimizing that want to rank on cooking recipe. That's such right. a broad term. So you're saying, let's say you're the you're another food blogger and you're saying that you're optimizing your blog post for honey mustard chicken entree recipe. Well, that's like sure. five or six keyword phrase and the competition, you're not competing with near as many food bloggers with your blog post. So you're going to end up ranking higher than I would with my blog post because exactly. the competition levels there are just drastically different. Exactly. But it's so easy to want to rank on those short head tell or not tell, but short head keywords like cooking recipe because you're like, wow, well, there's so many people searching for cooking recipes. So that's where I want to rank on. It makes sense, but that's actually not true. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and another another thing to keep in mind that most people don't really 
think about is a lot of times when you rank for a lot of these long, uh, short keywords, very broad general keywords, your conversion rate isn't going to be as high. Yeah, you might get a lot more traffic and a whole lot more people that, that are clicking over to your site. But in the end, if you're ranking for something very specific, mm -hmm. like the, you know, honey, honey mustard um, entree recipe, right. and that's exactly what you're giving them, you're going to get a whole lot more people subscribing and um, downloading your recipe or whatever it is, whatever that end result that you're looking for is, mm -hmm. you're going to have a whole lot more higher uh, conversion rate because it's very specific, it's exactly what they wanted. And it's it's a, it's a mutual benefit for exactly. for the, the user and you. Yeah, that's a really good point. You definitely do want to focus on your conversion rates by getting more specific. I like that. I like that a lot. Right. So I want to start finding the keywords that are perfect for my business to be found by. So, how, like we talked about doing those long tail keywords, searching for those longer phrases that are more specific instead of settling for those more generic broad phrase phrases so how do we go about finding those long tail keyword phrases that are perfect for our business specifically so the thing is um, it's all about knowing your customers mm -hmm. um, and knowing what their what their their search habits are and what they might be searching for in order to do that you you know you you've probably heard the idea of creating a customer avatar it's a good idea if you if you need to really wrap your mind around what your your customers want and need and how right. to really resonate with them so you know if you need to do that you know depending on your industry or your niche you may not you know you may already know um but if you're not sure then you definitely need to just create your yourself a customer avatar what what are your who is your perfect customer you know who who would be searching for your stuff? Why would they be searching for your stuff, for, for your content? Um, what would they be searching for? You know, um, what is their end, you know, benefit? What are they looking for? What kind of problems are they looking to solve? So that's where you know what to go ahead and, and do your keyword research based off of. And then you're going to want to just use a, a keyword, um, uh, a keyword research tool. Um, a lot of times people in the past have used Keyword Planner. That's a keyword tool, keyword research tool that shows you the, the search volumes and stuff. And that's in Google AdWords. But, you know, nowadays it's it's been updated and changed so much that um, lately it's really better used for people that are, are, are trying to do research on paid advertisement, can, uh, paid advertisement campaigns and and, you know, it's it's not as specific. It only gives you a range of uh, the search volumes that, that may be for for each keyword. So I stopped using that a long time ago. What I use actually is um, um, a keyword research tool that's built into this this actually training program. It's totally free. It's called Wealthy Affiliate. Mm -hmm. And um I didn't even really realize that their their keyword research tool was so nice or, or, or user friendly until I was you know messing around in their free membership to see what they were all about. But it gives you the search volume, it gives you the competition level, nice. and and it's not it's not like the Google AdWords keyword planner competition. That's the 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 paid competition. It's it's oh. showing you the competition for for paid advertisers. 
this is showing you the competition for ranking. Nice. So it's exactly what you need if you're if you're trying to do SEO. So that's what you would do. You would basically, you know, what find out what to start off with, your seed keywords or whatever. Then you would use a keyword tool like that to go ahead and uh, brainstorm and just put in different things that you think your your uh, uh, you know potential customers would be using to find you. And that keyword tool, what it does is it gives you a whole bunch of ideas. Um, after that, when you when you type that in, it's going to show you a bunch of ideas that'll help you even more. And you can actually create lists of that also. Um, you know, so you might after you're done, have like 25 keywords that you want to use in your content. Um, so yeah, that, that's basically the, um, process. Well, I had no idea that the keyword planner was actually giving you the competition level of other paid advertisers. Yeah. That's really yeah, interesting. A lot of people get, get confused with that. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of, it really doesn't explain that, you know, when right. it's showing you that. So it's just... Um, naturally, if you're if you're doing your keyword research for SEO, that's what you're gonna look at it as. Oh, that's high competition, right. even though it may be the exact exact opposite for SEO. Yeah, that's really interesting. So we're gonna link that in the show notes specifically. The um, you say wealthy affiliates tool. Yeah, yeah, and okay. and the cool thing is about about it is it's totally free. Plus, along with that, you get a whole lot of free training. You get a whole lot nice. of free training on on um, affiliate marketing, really, and, and you know, a bunch of other stuff. So it's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. It's a whole lot of value. Yeah, well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm sure a lot of a lot of the listeners are going to find a crap ton of value from, from that website specifically. So thanks Absolutely. for mentioning that. Absolutely. You're saying we're, we're going to start the process with not starting with broad keywords. So we're going to go to Wealthy Affiliates. Find that free keyword research tool, and the first thing we're going to do is go look at, we're going to search for our specific niche. So let's say you're a wedding photographer. You're going to go put that in the, the bar where it tells you to put in your specific industry, and then it will spit out keywords for you, correct? Yeah, basically, uh, it's, it's a two-step process. Okay. Um, you have uh, the area, the search bar, where you put the keyword that you want to find, data on mm -hmm. so yeah if you're a wedding photographer in um let's say new york city um let's say manhattan and you already know that people are going to be searching for a wedding photographer in new in, in manhattan in order to find you well that's what you would start off with um that's the most logical thing to put in there and what it's going to do is once you hit that search button it's going to show you the exact um, average search volume for that keyword span it over the course of 12 months. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's say it's like 300 searches a month on average, uh, that people are looking for that online in Manhattan. It's also going to show you about 10 to 20 more ideas. So it may say, it may say, um, yeah, this is what, uh, the search volume is for wedding photographer in Manhattan. Here's also what people are searching for: Manhattan wedding photographer, Manhattan, New York wedding photographer, wedding photographer in Manhattan, New York. It's going to give you all of these examples and variations of that keyword to also add into your list. So you can add them into your list. You can checkbox all the ones that you think are great, add them into your list, 
And so you save that list for later so that you can create your content based around that. Hmm. Okay. That sounds pretty simple. I like it. Yeah, it's real simple, real yeah. straightforward. Awesome. I love it. So if you go on this website, just rewind to the part where he's explaining everything and just <laughs> just keep listening over and over until you're done with the process. <laughs> so the next step after we do use this tool to its full potential, then we're going to go into Evernote or your notes section in your phone or whatever, and we're going to make a custom list for your business of all the keywords, the possible keywords that you could use, um, right? Is that what your next step would be? Yeah, I mean, what, whatever, whatever works for you, what, if, you know, if, if, if putting it into a document for later, you mm -hmm. know, whatever you need to do to make sure you have those keywords at your fingertips right. to mm -hmm. reference when you're writing your, your content, your blog mm -hmm. posts, when you're optimizing your, your site titles and all that good mm -hmm. stuff. And, and you want to make sure that you use at least 90% of those keywords in your content, because it's also about about variety yes. um you know google looks at all of these different factors if they look at your article and they see it's um you know a thousand words of keyword rich content mm -hmm. and it's not only your main keywords that you're that you're going after it's all kinds of relevant right. keywords that are related to your main keywords it loves that it, it you know the the uh it's gonna really send signals to them saying that this site is valuable, it's authoritative, it's 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 giving a lot of value to its readers, and hey, it needs to be ranked, and we need to show this this uh, website for these main keywords. Yeah, right, exactly. So you have your your list of keywords that you're going to use, but you're saying diversification is super yeah. important. If you haven't heard of keyword stuffing, this kind of goes with what he was saying with diversifying your keywords because let's right. say in your first paragraph of your blog post your keyword was the honey mustard chicken entree recipe right. well you're not going to put that same keyword phrase six times in that same paragraph that's a yeah. little overboard and also it comes across as spammy and I know you're not a robot so that's probably not the best route to go <laughs> no. exactly yeah and you actually get docked brownie points with Google so I have like a system for SEO um, like everything you do, you either get brownie points or you lose brownie points. So if you do the keyword stuffing strategy, because it actually used to be a, a little SEO secret that a lot of people did to kind of beat the system. But then Google, you know, Google does not. Google's super smart. So Google's not let, about to let you beat the system for more than a week. So now you <laughs> actually lose brownie points if you do that keyword stuffing tactic. So don't do that. Exactly. Exactly. That's very, very, very important. Um, because what used to work definitely doesn't work right. nowadays when it comes to trying to beat the system. So the best thing is just play Google's game the way mm -hmm. they want it to play and you'll be safe for right. for years to come and you'll be your you'll future proof your, your content. So Yeah, quality. Yes, it's absolutely. all about quality now for sure. So we have our list of keywords. Now what do we need to do with them? Well, this is where you're going to head over to your website. Mm -hmm. You're going to create um, a very authoritative, keyword-rich homepage article. And you're going to treat your homepage as the headquarters of, of everything you do on your website. That's the most important page of your website is whatever comes up when people type in that domain name. 
So you're going to have the, the largest article or the largest con piece of content on that homepage. And it's going to include as much of the general main uh, content or subject matter of your whole entire site on that homepage. What you're going to do is I like to usually go by a rule of thumb of um, having at least three to five percent of that article, your main keyword. And that just goes to, to, to what you were saying, not not stuffing it out. It's only like three to five percent. You're not going to get docked if it's more than that, like 10 percent or whatever. But you want to try to keep it like three to five percent of that main keyword. Mm -hmm. Now, you're going to have a lot of variations, other other variations of it. But you know that the main keyword that you're going after is wedding photographer in Manhattan. Right. And so you might have that listed three to five times in a uh, um, a five in a what, what would that be? A, a, One thousand or something. Well, yeah. Well, that would be a um, 100, 100 word article. Right. Uh, so it would, it would be like three to five words in that article the only thing is you don't want to write just a 100 word article right that, that's <laughs> what i was saying like a thousand because if you wrote a hundred <laughs> words that that would look a little spammy too <laughs> so you would at least want a 300 to 500 yeah, word yeah. article even more than that the more the better right. um so just keep that three to five word ratio and a good a good um um, word count tool to kind of give you that percentage is wordcounttools.com. I believe that's what it's called. Wordcounttools.com is free to use. You just copy and paste your article into that uh, tool. It shows you how many words. Okay. It'll, it'll show you how many uh, times these different words appear in your article and the percentage of the words that are in those are in the article so it's great it's great tool i use that that tool all the time okay we'll link that tool in the show notes too at marketbeautifully.com slash podcast so if you're wondering where any of these tools are we're going to link all of them at marketbeautifully.com slash podcast and just find this episode and all the links will be there absolutely cool okay so Explain what you mean by homepage article. Are you talking about just making sure that the different sections of your homepage have keyword rich content or are you talking about having an actual blog post on the homepage of your website? Oh, it can be either way. Uh, if you if you use a homepage article that's uh, and that's an actual page, a homepage, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it it works either way really. Um, you can you can put the um, content on basically what it means is whatever uh, page or post that your website um, directs people to when they type in the main domain, that's what you want to optimize to the fullest and send as much power to. Okay. Um, and so, and when, when I say send much power to, I guess I'm getting on to a whole nother topic. I'm talking about link building, which is off page op uh, optimization, but you know, it, everything you do in SEO, most of what you're going to be doing is directed towards the homepage. Right. So, so, and that just means if your domain is um, weddingphotographerinnewyork.com, which would be a, a very long <laughs> uh, domain name, but if, it's, if, if that's what it is, then whatever that page goes to, when people type that in, 
that's what that's the home page that's what needs to be optimized right um everything needs to be optimized but that one that 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 needs to be focused on um most of you know most of your focus needs to be focused on that so maybe at this point in the game you can open up your website right now and just go through your website and then have your keyword list right beside in another tab and then just try to optimize it as best you can. So look where you could potentially place more keywords in there and really optimize each section to its fullest potential on your website. And it's important that most people know this, so you know, this is just confirmation. Your 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 content and sentences need to be as high quality as possible mm -hmm. it, it can't look like a monkey road it, you know it, it has to be quality where it makes sense you know you're not just saying hey wedding photographer in manhattan but um right. i am a wedding photographer in manhattan uh, if you're looking for a manhattan wedding photographer you, you can't do that you can't just start putting stuff in there for no reason it doesn't even make sense you need to make sure that if if one of your readers was to read that whole thousand word article from front to back, they would actually get something out of it and say, OK, this makes sense. Right. So, yeah. Right. Don't make your website look like a monkey wrote it. That's great advice, Jay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we need to like have like a little quote image on that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. With superhero Jay Mills and then a monkey on the other side. <laughs> yes. Share it all over Facebook, yeah. all over social yeah. media. <laughs> so many shares. Love it. <laughs> okay, we, we have our list. We've looked at our homepage. Now, what are the, where are the best places on our website to make sure that our whole entire website, whether that be blog or the pages on our website or the homepage, is actually optimized? That's a great question. That's very, very important. What happens is what you want to do is mm -hmm. you want to and your 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 listeners may want to, you know, just get a pen and write this down. If they're going to do this to the website, okay. go ahead and get a pen and paper. Write this down. You're going to want to include your main keyword in your uh, site title. OK. And that's your whole uh, your, your, your general site title. Um, you know, if you're whether you're using WordPress, Wix, Weebly, or any of these other website builders, you should be able to find your website title. Um, so you're going to use that in the site title itself, and then you're going to use a combination of your main keyword and your long tail keywords in your page level descriptions. So each page on your website is going to be optimized with a with a page description. And and usually those that's what shows up in the search engines when 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 right. somebody searches for something they see that description. So you're going to have the page title, and then the page description. You're going to use some of the long tail keywords or or maybe even your main keyword if it makes sense in the page title and in your page descriptions. And then you're going to also optimize your meta description and your meta tags with keywords. As many of those long tail keywords as possible, you're going to create tags for those as well. Mm -hmm. And um, you, you're going to also so those are the main those are the main things. Those are the main things that you want to that you, the the main areas that you're going to include your keywords. And you you also want to make sure that you have your keyword in the first uh, paragraph. Um, uh, primarily, you you want it in your in the first sentence mm -hmm. of your homepage article or your post. If, even if you're doing it on a whole other page or your post, 
the keyword that you're optimizing for should be in the first sentence of your paragraph, if not the second or third, as long as it's in that first paragraph. Right. Those are the main keywords. Then you have uh, image image file names that you're going to optimize, uh, image alt tags that you're going to optimize with, with uh, keywords. So the image um, file names, you're saying don't name your image files as 001image.jpg. That's not a good absolutely thing? Absolutely not. Okay, okay. <laughs> absolutely not, because every little thing matters. Every yes. little thing matters. Yes. Even though that may be less important than something else, the more edge you can get on your competition, the better, and that's what SEO is yeah. all about. More brownie points. Rack up those brownie points. Absolutely. So you instead want, of naming... Well, Google to fall in love with you. Yeah. Yeah, all those little Google bots that look at your website. You just want them to have hearts in their eyes when they come to your website. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> rack up you as many give... brownie points as possible. Don't write like a monkey. And know that Jay Mills is a superhero. I mean, those are the <laughs> things that you need to know in life. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Image files, we need to save them with those with the keyword phrase specifically and put hyphens in between each word because those Google bots that should have hearts in their eyes, they're kind of dumb. So they do not know when a word starts and when a word ends. So I do want to recommend that whenever you are saving your image file names, um, put hyphens in between each word. That way the Google bots know, oh, that's a space. That's a separate word. Um, that helps. Yeah. Knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah. Little tip. <laughs> Hey, it's the little stuff that counts. It that's is. A, that's what counts. It is. So we have our keyword list. We've looked at our homepage. We know not to write like a monkey. And we know to save our image file names as not 001image.jpg. I feel like we've covered a lot. This is great. So now tell us your favorite SEO tools. My favorite SEO tools. This is a hard one, but you know what? I came up with three. Yeah. that I use the most. And I figure, right. hey, if I'm using them the most, then they're probably my favorite. So uh, one one is Surfbox, surfbox.com. Okay. Surfbox is a um, uh, keyword tracker. It, 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 it tracks your website rankings for the keywords that you're, that you're going after. It shows a graph. It's awesome. It shows a graph of, of, of how it's um, reacted and the ups and downs in the past few months or, or, or ever since you started tracking it with it with this keyword tracker. Um, it shows the volume of searches of these keywords. It nice. shows everything. I mean, it's awesome. I love it. Surfbox.com, of course, you'll, you'll find that in the description as well right. um, on, on, on your page as well. Yeah. And so that's the first one. The second one is Wealthy Affiliate um, Keyword yeah. Research Wealth Tool. Affiliates. Love this tool. It's so, it's so cool because I get to save my um, keyword list. We already talked about that. Mm -hmm. um, and the last but not least is the um, uh, Majestic. Majestic.com. If you go okay. to Majestic.com, Majestic is basically um, kind of a higher-end um, tool that basically helps SEOs find out what their competition is doing, like their, their, their anchor text and um, the, how, how many backlinks they have. Of course, that's a whole other subject, but yeah. how many incoming links that, that your competition has is really good for, for kind of spying on the competition and seeing what they've done so that you can kind of outdo them. So those are my yeah. three favorites. And Spy Fu, that you can also spy on your competition through that tool as well. Uh, Spy Fu is a whole nother one. Yeah, that one, yeah. that one's probably probably a cut above Majestic. Spy Fu is a Ooh, whole 
another level. <laughs> okay, so we'll include SpyFu in uh, the show notes as well. So that's yeah. four tools that yeah. are they're all free, right? Yeah, well, or at least have free versions. They have free versions. They have right. free versions. They all give you free versions that you can check out. Um, so yeah, that that that's the yeah. good thing about. It. I'm not sure about CertFox though. I think oh, okay. CertFox entry level is is ten dollars a month. Um, okay. But it's, it's you know it's it's super affordable if if you really want to you know get good data on your keywords. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, yeah. Your listeners got a, a bonus. They got a bonus one. Yeah. Spy food. Bonus tool. Woohoo! Party <laughs> SEO party over here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Giving out bonuses left and right. <laughs> value, straight value. <laughs> okay, so now people are obviously gonna want to hang out with you. So can you tell them where people can find you on the internet? You can find me on the interwebs by, you can go to, um, um, of course, you'll leave my links in the, in the bottom, won't yes, you? Yes, of course. Uh, so Show notes. You can, if you Google my name, Jacob Mills, I might be at least on the first page. Not uh, not Google, I'm sorry. YouTube, if you search in YouTube for my, for my name, Jacob Mills, I might show up on the first page at least. Um, or Black Belt SEO. Um, I'm just kind of starting to revamp and, 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 and do my YouTube marketing. So, nice. you know, it, it's, it should show up soon. Um, and, uh, Facebook, I always like people to add me on Facebook and stuff. And I'm on Facebook quite often. Uh, if you do facebook.com, uh, forward slash Jacob Mills, um, 1989, I believe. Okay. So usually everything is 1989. Like my Instagram also, Instagram is another place. It's Jacob Mills 1989. That's my username. Um, so you can find me on on all those three platforms. Those are the main places I, I hang out. Um, nice. Not really that active on Twitter or some of the other stuff. Me either. Well, I'm glad we both chose Instagram. I'm glad we met. And I'm so glad you got to come on the Market Beautifully podcast. I really enjoyed having you on the show. I'm glad to be here too. This was awesome. This was real fun. I appreciate you having me.